I like so we're going to do the fucking show. We're going to talk to Brian's each other. thing up there with the timer. Oh, look who comes to life. <laughs> I've been talking the whole time. The important part is you can hear me. Right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hello, hello. Hey, and welcome to Do Tell Ray. So I'd like to thank you for joining us in Do Tell Ray. And you can tell me, I'm Ray. Guy to the left. What's your name? Hi. Name. Oh, now you're going to be all silent? You've been fucking blabbering all fucking morning. Now you what? Hi. Go ahead. What? You don't want me to talk. I'm not going to talk. What's your name? What's your fucking name? Cock. (laughs) All right. Moving right along. Hi, I'm Chris. There you go. And that's Chris to my right. So we have a special guest today. Uh, A friend of mine bought my building. Yes, I did own a building. So the winner, quote unquote, I've had this building for upwards of five years. And I sold it about two years ago to a gentleman you're about to meet and a good guy, my friend. You guys have met him also? Yeah, real excited, man. Which is a lot of fun. Okay. Super cool dude. Yeah. I got a lot of good questions I'm looking forward to asking him. And you, yeah, we did some research even. Yeah. And by the way, I did not know you were a shoe whore. I mean, shoe whore. I was? No. Our, our guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had didn't no know that clue. Either. And little does he know, I mean, well, he knows, but we moved out like 2,000 pairs of shoes from this place. Oh, Jesus. No joke. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Super weird. That's like a Melda Marcos. Chris, Mar- you never even showed up. A Melda Marcos material. I did. You weren't Beyond. there, Ray. No, 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 no. I was there. You just didn't stop. Yeah, I did stop. You Colin went. There. You weren't in there. All right. But you know what? What? Bill's invited me over, and I'm going over to do some farming. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. We're going to grow some vegetables. <clears throat> you're not. You're not going over at all now. In Bill, fact, you're, Bill no. is a grower. He even told me that he doesn't like you. He even, he's an app. <laughs> <laughs> he's an like av- <laughs> he's an avid farmer. He's an activist. He is. He's a uh, super special guy. No kidding. But we'll get to that in a little while. We're gonna do a little bit of our regular thing and then invite him in. Colin, you just lift up your shirt to wipe your brow. What's I'm the matter? Hot AF. Okay. It is. Yeah. So what do we got? Uh, you guys want to get into some questions? Yeah. All right. This one's a little long winded, but it's kind of interesting, kind of entertaining. Hey, Ray and the gang. I love the show, man. I got a question for you. I live in a typical uh, California residential area, a three-bedroom home, 1,600 square feet on a quarter acre. And we have problems with our neighbors. Uh, they're, they're very loud, and they constantly have people coming and going. The, the, the fucking people, they practically live in their backyard. Uh, we got to hear they're exercising in the morning on the backyard, uh, <laughs> you know, with, with the weights, uh, 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 you know, grunting. <laughs> um, and then in the evening, we got we got to smell the marijuana oh. and the, and oh, the talking and the yelling. Uh, things got, <laughs> you know, we tried talking to them, reasoning with them, and that kind of worked for, for uh, about two days. And then it went right back to it. So it, it got pretty bad. We had to call the cops a few times. There were fights over there. Um, like booming loud music. Uh, when the cops didn't work, I, I put my my boom box next to their fence. I played death metal. So the music, the loud music, went away. Music. But there's still people constantly 
you know, always having their parties. Once it is pretty cool, but right. once the alcohol, you, you alcohol wanna, starts I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I, I get it. Back I get it. Do anyway, his, his uh, so. question is, he, he wants to know what he can do to build some kind of fence that will block out some of the sound. So, I don't but know. there's there's a couple of ways you can go. Mm-hmm. You can, I mean, do you have big friends, intimidating friends? Because my friend, <laughs> I have a friend in England, who's the um, Hell's Angels chapter president of London. And he's my friend Marcus. I went to his 50th birthday party, and I know he had a problem with some gypsies. And what he did was he called all of his Hell's Angels friend. They surrounded the premises of his abode, and they just sat there for two days. It was a wait-out thing. And guess who won? We're not recommending that. No, no, I'm not saying to do that. Yeah. I'm just saying I think there's a couple of ways Hell's to Angels, go about it. If he had Hell's Angels friends, they would have already been there. That's right. You he's, think? Yeah. He's got death well, metal. Yeah, the death metal didn't work. Right. Anyway, I lived when I lived in the north end of Boston, there was a place down the street a friend of mine knew about. But hold on. Let me connotate. No oh. violence ever had. Yeah. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Nothing. And there was this uh, rent control apartment and this whole family of like, I think 20 people occupied the building. They were all on disability. They were all well over six feet tall, lifting weights in the house, just roided out, scary. And they're all on disability. And the landlord... How is that, how is that even possible? <laughs> it's an oxymoron. They were all connected into... They were... Uh, the North what ended, race? The North end, Oh, Italian. It was, okay. it was, it was a, a mob thing. And uh, I'm sure they knew people who... You know, got them the benefits and stuff, but I, I heard the story about the landlord who's a friend of a friend of mine went over there to try and talk to him about, like, not destroying the house with their weights because they're, like, dropping weights on the floor and, you know, just wrecking the place. And um, they just beat him, you know, until he was in the hospital for, like, a couple of weeks. Wow, that's not good. We don't <laughs> Don't, don't that do that either. one. Man. No, yeah, they, uh, we're they, on this guy's side. They were Let's give him a positive story. <laughs> Holy smokes, okay. I got to come up with something now. <laughs> yeah. Here, I already thought, you know what? I thought of something. Make um, a hay bale. Hay bale wall. No, we got right into that. That was our, our secret gimme. We're going to... No, it's we're not gonna, a secret. No, I know, but we were going to talk about some regular fencing and other ways, and you jumped right, right. into the amazing solution, but that's fine. Go ahead. What Let's the talk fuck about is the wrong with you? What, what kind of fence would you do as far as sound? That kind of thing. If I, he has a. By wood- the way, both of you are sweating profusely. Both of you are lactating. It's crazy. <laughs> Seriously, both of you. You're kind of sweaty. You're, yeah, you're, you're shiny. Pretty, you're yeah, but it's not on my tits. Shiny. You two, look at you. Shiny. Look at that. Jesus. <laughs> it looks like a butterfly. <laughs> That's because my pecs. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Rorschach test. What do you see, Ray? Oh, you saw a butterfly. I did. Yeah. I don't see a butterfly. All right. You call it what you will. Rorschach. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. So, so he's got a wood fence as it is. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I think he's... Let's see. It doesn't say. Yeah, and it's probably only five or six feet tall. Right. Right. I'm not sure exactly what the circumstances are, but there's a number of things to do to help, but... You know, I, especially on the weightlifting, grunts and groans, stuff like that. We can probably do some, you know, something with the fence to take care of that. But when it comes to, you know, loud music and partying, that's, you know, that's it. Well, also, how about cypress? Like a hedgerow. Right. That, yeah. I think, hedgerow, I think a hay bale fence. And not just like hay bales necessarily, but you can, um, you know, cement over that or plaster You can mud it up, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so how would he build that? 
Rebar. Right. So it's just rebar stack, and then just stacking them up. Stack yeah. a bunch of hay bales, which is pretty cheap. Yeah. And as a construction material. And then... Because he lives on a quarter acre. Quarter yeah. acre is a lot of property. So yeah. you're giving up whatever, hay bales, what is it, two well, by many, four many, or something like that? How many like square that? feet is in a quarter acre? I have no idea. 5,000-ish. That's not making a lot. No, not 5,000. It's, uh, let me see. No, an acre is, it. wait, we're, we're all sounding like idiots. Oh, an acre I, is I, like I wouldn't have asked this question. 40,000 square feet or answer. something like Jesus that. Christ. All right, how much is an acre? What's in an acre? I don't know. All right, big head, then why the fuck are you mentioning it I, anyway? That's why I asked you, because uh, I was curious and I thought you might know. All right, somebody do that research. Yeah, Chris is on it. Right I think now. it's like forty-two. I know too, and I feel so stupid. It's forty-two thousand yeah, square thousand feet, in an, just or too early. thirty-eight thousand oh, square feet, something like that. Yeah. So dumb. Why are what we is even it? Talking? Forty-eight hundred square yards. Uh, so okay. Uh, so how many square feet? Oh, forty-three thousand <laughs> square feet. Oh, okay. oh, all right. So it was con- <laughs> I was close. Again, I was close. <laughs> Ish hand grenades. My God, <laughs> horseshoes. Right. Listen, that's what I got. Right. It's like fifty by hundred. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So fifty by hundred. It's a normal lot. Best way. To, best way to do it. What would you do? Uh, Sounds no, rural. Here, I mean, I, I want to do a block like, wall. I like too the fike. I like the ficus hedge. The ficus hedge is. I said good, cypress. I know you didn't. I corrected you. Well, cypress is cool because it, you know, creates a nice wall and it grows really high. We can go with and poto- it doesn't spread. It just shoots straight. Podocarpus. <clears throat> and what does that look like? That looks like those uh, long, long fingers. It's a kind of a cool looking. A lot of people are using it now. Is podocarpus huh. really? Yeah, makes a nice hedge. Is it indigenous? Like, is it, it I, for I, this area? Is that what indigenous? Yes, it. Oh, thanks, Ray. I don't know. Yeah. What, thanks, I, Ray. Why, yeah. let, let your lactating tits speak, please. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? What the fuck? What's wrong with you, Ray? Chris, your glasses are sitting on your head. So funny, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're nine waves from Sunday, it's and you're fucking sober. Too I'm hot tired. to care. Tired. Yeah, you tired. Got a, what did you What did you do this morning? This morning I got up uh, at six and I took my 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 son down to a quarterback camp. Uh, he's a a quarterback and uh, he's doing that. And then I went to the uh, my my children's middle school. I'm I'm the Mexican food booth uh, official barbecue guy. So we make hundreds of pounds of carne asada, and when we run out of that, we make chicken. Nice. Yeah. Chris, like, okay, let's say you cook a pound of our asada, right? Yeah. Let's say five pounds. Yeah. What percentage goes in your belly? <laughs> <laughs> I have to sample every loin. Right. Yeah, just to see. Yeah. It's by the loin. But all you do with these things is kind of butterfly them and throw that rock salt on Are you it. doing the marination? Or? No. Oh, rock okay. salt. Oh. Just, Boom. Done. Just cor- coarse kosher salt. Got it. And so how long? Something. How long on the grill? Uh, it, it, the, some of them are much thicker than others. It's really just by, by eye. Really? And taste. And you got it down? It's, oh yeah, I got it down. It's how great. many how many people running through this booth a day or whatever? Man, uh, we what are you we we open we open at noon and we close at you know near midnight so or eleven so eleven hours. It's hey, I just made thousands I made, of people. Ray, I made Zeppelis for the first um, Feast of San Gennaro. I, was I know. I think you used some of my uh, kitchen equipment. I no, I not only used your uh, kitchen equipment. I went to Home Depot and got some um, paddle bits. Yeah. And everything else, you know, for mixing drywall, that's what I used. 
Yeah. I threw so much butter and eggs in five gallon buckets, brand new. <laughs> I love both I was of those going items. Nuts on this thing. Uh, and I'm getting a stomachache. Oh my this, man. god, it was Yikes. amazing, but it was <clears throat> amazingly hard. Yeah. And then you'd have like 350 or 400 degree oil, and it's like, are you kidding right. me? Let's tell the audience what a zeppeli is, Ray. It's an Italian donut, and it's good. It's yeah. so good. Is it like a doughboy? Uh, Do you know what doughboy? No, doughboys are East what? Coast. Yeah, they call. So funnel it's like an cakes. Itali- it's yeah. funnel cake. Soup. It's not a funnel cake. It's uh, more okay. unto itself. It's like a, um, it's like an old fashioned. Yeah, it's like an old fashioned. It's like an old fashioned, except it's crispier and more doughy in the middle. And then you throw that confection sugar on it. It's a deep fried item, Ray. Oh, hell yeah. Right. That sounds like Everything a is. stomach ache. Right. No, it yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. It was great. You know how we got rid of the oil? Because we had to change oil every day. What'd you do? Threw them in the um, port of waste. Because we didn't have nowhere to put the oil. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, I thought you were going to say something we would have had to You're delete from the to, show. No, 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 no. you no. got to get a friend that's with one bad. of those diesel cars that right. burn that stuff. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. And that's doable today. This yeah. day, no, oh, okay. port of waste, you know. Yeah. Thank you, waste that's management. That's not kosher, man. Ooh, get it? <laughs> that's, that's funny. funny. <laughs> good. And they're not. What else no, we got, Colin? They're good. They're good. <laughs> Zeppelis. All right. So, yeah. Colin, can you do more than two things? Hey, Ray. Uh, Zach. Um, I know you're needing callers. Ho, 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 Zach. Whoa. Let him talk. Yeah, I'm going to take a Xanax and call us back. The worst job you've ever had. Um, Maybe you took too much Xanax already. Um, I love you. Um, Take care of yourself. And um, I love the podcast. Enjoy your evening. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. Zach, don't get too fucking excited. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus. Zach, Jack, Zach just nodded. He loves our show, though. But I know. I like him, too. You're lucky we put that call on the thing. We got so many damn calls. What are you talking <laughs> about? We're no, stacked up should. by the hundreds. Yeah. Right. I no. had to increase my freaking data storage. To Wait, you know what? Freaking. <laughs> Do you know what my, the worst job, I think Cost we another shared. buck. Hey, funny yeah. guy. Yeah. Go lactate somewhere else. Anyway. Worst job, I think we've shared one of our worst jobs, and that had to be carpet cleaning. Steam cleaning carpet. Uh, we call ourselves carpet technicians. Uh, that doesn't sound that bad. Why is it so bad? I'm going to tell it you it is why. such a greasy, effing, well, shitty mess. This is, hold on, let's just go back. Let's go back to 1979. No, we're going back to 80. No. Yeah, we are. Uh, 79 is 11th grade. No, 10th grade. You were, eight, you were, eight, 80 is, we're is, going 80, 82. We graduated. Yeah, you didn't right, graduate, 80. by the way. Uh, yeah, I did, Ray. Heads up. What? Ray, you want to see? Well, hold on. We say it every show. I didn't graduate high school. Okay. And neither did I. Hold on. I went to jail. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 that's wait. No, we're talking about carpet cleaning, no, 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 not jail in sure high school. You, I want to make sure you get it in. <laughs> no, that's really, you know, that's you a always kind of education. You always, right, hold on. But Ray, you always get it in. You have the always educate. every show. That's a bigger listen education. To every, listen to every show. You get it in every show. <laughs> I no, you got it in. Ray's a professional uh, yeah. asshole. My bad. Did how it, how bad? Tell? How Let's bad? Go. Hold on. No. How bad was carpet cleaning? How bad. weird was it? Bad. It was. It, listen, carpet cleaning. Back and let's then, some anyway. carpet cleaning stories. Here we go. We used to do some Pizza Huts. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no. And Here let me go. tell you this. Listen, Pizza Hut. We would have to move the booths. It's right? a grease basin. Yeah. Is what he's saying. Let's yeah. just tell you that 
Pizza Hut has screaming red carpet. Uh-huh. All right, so under the booths look like, hey, it just got installed, but outside the booths, it's just black. Uh-huh. It's just black paths of grease and, and, and pizza drippings and tennis shoes and bubble gum and who knows what. And traffic lanes where that were so, like traffic lane where if you touched it, the carpet moved like in a square foot because oh, it yeah. was all bound together right, yeah. by grease. So if you cleaned one section good, that means everything else had a match. Oh, no. And so you were there. How long were we there sometimes? And, and bust an ass. Yeah. Oh, we Chris got a fucking infection from sweating. It would have sweating. been easier to just <laughs> lay some new carpet down. Oh, you man. can't though. But yeah. here's the thing: it was dirt cheap because, mind you, we were making seven bucks an hour. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, seven bucks an hour. Let me tell you something. You go to the go back to the three compartment sink where you're filling your bucket of hot water. Right. That water is next to boiling. It's 190 right. degrees. And if it wasn't like, next to boiling, yeah, you were making a dent. Yeah, right. the grease wouldn't come up. Right. So we'd put some hardcore chemicals, which I'm sure aren't being used anymore, right. with some hardcore super hot water that you could barely touch. It would turn mm. your hands bright red. Right. Right, if you touched it. Mm. And then you had a wand. and you Wait, had wait, a- wait. Was it Polycon and what was the other one? I, I was going to say Oxybrite. 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 Oxybrite and Polycon. One right. yellow, one white. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. So anyway, and then we you'd would... have to have at it. Well, I used to work with xylene and stuff no, like no, that. No, that's different. All the time. That would dissolve. Carpet. I worked in screen printing, and so I'd, I'd huff a lot of uh, solvents. That's so really cool. we would we would be having at it, and then like Chris would be sweating profusely, like right on days on end. Right. Yeah. He goes, Ray. I think there's something wrong. With me. <laughs> oh. I go. I go. What? I go, you all right? He goes, man, we sweat so much, and we have all these chemicals and everything else. He goes, check this out. (laughs) And I go, check what out? And then he goes, look. So he pulls down his pants, pulls by his ass, right? And he's got tre- he's got trees growing out of his fucking sphincter. Look like a look like a broccoli. Look like a broccoli. I go, hey. There's something wrong with you, bro. Wow, you guys are on some pretty heavy drugs. No, we were not. (laughs) No, no, no. He had a thing. He had a real thing. It was just. It was just from from sweating. From sweating. Oh, it was just one of those things. Like the doctor said, like, yeah, man, you need to. uh, I I see. Bill gave you this cream. He gave you a cream. You guys, Bill just left. He doesn't want to. No, he doesn't want to know about that. (laughs) Yep, he ran out. That's all right. We'll get him back. back. I'll go get him back. Yeah, we're gonna edit this part anyway. No, uh, we're not. <laughs> we always say that. Yeah, I know. And it said, uh, "Don't uh, try try to keep ventilated. Wear some shorts. You know, put on boxers." Yeah, but this yeah. was a day. This was also the day where everybody wore jeans. Right. So your jeans would get so sopping wet, and greasy. Were, yeah, it yeah. would be impossible. Yeah, it would be really crazy. And then what's the other one we did? We did. We used to do commercial jobs, and then we'd like feign putting on. Um, Oh, What's the thing? yeah, I'll tell you what we would do. We would We'd, we would tell people that we were Scotch Guard. Yeah, Scotch Guard. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what were you doing? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, we you guys are out water. Of oh, yeah. <laughs> spray. <clears throat> the boss, the boss the would boss say, just hand, spray him a, hand his Hudson sprayer <laughs> and say, go ahead, Scotch right. Guard. And yeah. we'd look at him and go, like, it's not Scotch Guard. <laughs> How's that going? All right, just yeah. spray a little water on there. We, so <clears> we won't, yeah. Right. So your extra dollar a square foot, whatever right. you're getting, or, you know, yeah, we'll do it for it you. It was 1982. Uh, it was so sad. Those oh, cr- and that's when we did the City Hall building, too. And we peed off top of City Hall. Uh, I did. <laughs> yeah, we did. 
Yeah. You were there. Yeah. I, you were, yeah. Do I remember? I remember the Air Force Base. <laughs> oh. Edwards, which I, one did I was you at the Air Force Base, Tippecanoe, out that way. Uh, that's, uh, damn. And Tyler, too? Listen, I, we were shampooing. We, were we would so do long. these shampoo and vac jobs. And I would run the shampoo machine. Oh, we have so many carpet cleaning stories, I can't tell you. My most exciting job was uh, putting insulation in an attic in 100-degree uh, heat and 90-degree humidity. That's a hell job. Just covered well, in sweat and we, fiberglass. We would do hamburger hamlets. Until I passed out. We would do hamburger hamlets, and then um, they had the, um, what did they have? They had like a whole bakery section, right? Uh-huh. So Chris would stuff, you know, 26 egg clairs in the solution tank, which, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> and then forget that we had it, because sometimes we just get high on the job. Because I was, I was drunk. Uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Art would <laughs> open... The, oh, sorry, yeah. Art. Oh, whatever. Anyway, so he would open up the solution tank and check the trucks and check the vans right. when we get back. Go... How'd you guys get these egg clairs? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? I forgot. Oh, we forgot he, those. He said, I, he said, I opened the back of the van and all these eclairs, oh, all these eclairs I, jumped out. out. Oh, I thought you were saying you're going to put chemicals in there and you end up spraying eggclair goo. No, 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 no. That was like for food. <laughs> that would have been no, good. Well, we did. And then we, Adam used to Adam we would fire up the grill sometimes. We, we were cleaning a Russian tea room, right? And what happened, they would always have these. They would have oh, a bar, like a great an, one. They would have an open bar, right? And so, you know, a few minutes, a few minutes into it, we'd be, we'd be like, yeah, a little uh, nip might sound pretty good well. right about now. Yeah. So we'd get into that, and then pretty soon it was just a shit show, and, and we were back in the freezers. No, but, but hold on a second, Russian tea room. So all the liquor was locked up, right? Uh huh. And it, but it had a, a gate, like a fence on, it wasn't just a drawer, it wasn't just a door, solid, right? Yeah. It had a fence so you can see everything. Right. So Chris and I had long fingers and stuff. We could actually grab a bottle, yeah. pick the <laughs> bottle up, pour it from the really? outside, and put the bottle back. That's pretty amazing. It was great. That's cool. I mean, you can't do that, <clears throat> you know? And then yeah. figure out a way to do it. Let's do it. Right. Let's yeah. go. Let's do it. And then we'd be hanging out. And then what was the other one called? The El Padrino. Oh, yeah, the Beverly Wilshire Hotel we would yeah, do, the we Grand Ballroom. There. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. And then you see guys like Ozzy Osbourne in there, and he'd ask you, like, what year is the Olympics, mate? And you'd look at him and go, like, what are you fucking talking about? What year is the Olympics? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He'd be sitting there by himself, and then yeah. he'd, he'd want to talk to you. He'd want to chat to you. Oh, man, I And he was that. a great guy. I would have loved Oh, him. it was fantastic. Yeah. But we were just kids. We were, you know. Right. Ghetto kids working, and we look semi-presentable. So, like, yeah, send them there. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know? I mean, it was it was bizarre, yo. And you'd work at night. I, I used mean, to work in a liquor store warehouse, painting signs. Really? All by myself, surrounded by thousands of bottles of every kind of alcohol you could imagine. I didn't uh, drink on the job, though. I, did you ever steal from him? I'm not saying. <laughs> that means yes. <laughs> this is the epilogue. Hey, Ray, you think now would be a good time to bring our friend in? Who? Some guy that you met on the street somewhere? I did meet him on the street. I know that. I met him on the street in beautiful Southern California. I'm not going to be specific to the place, but no. met him on the street, and he bought my building, wow. and I dig him. Cool. His I, name's Bill Pullman. And who's Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman's... Uh, I had to look it up, actually. <laughs> yeah. Did you IMDb him? I did. All right. And then I found out how much he's, money it was he's worth. He's in like 8,000 movies. 70. 
Yeah. 74 or something like that. Yeah, plus TV He's shows. He's a good egg, so. yeah. He no, se- TV shows, 150. Amazing. All right, let's get him in here. All right. He's on my left, and his name is William Pullman. Better name is Bill Pullman. Welcome, Bill. Thank you very much, Ray. <laughs> How you doing? <clears throat> well, I'm sitting in the garage in the street on <laughs> Studio City that I've never been to before, and it's starting to get a little steamy once you close the doors. I realize, oh, that's why they had those doors open. But we're in the we're in the we're in this moment where they've been talked of for a while since I met you. Maybe even you've been wanting to. You're such a uh, an inspiration for how you your DIY to uh, uh, you know get conversation going and different things and different levels and. Um, and here I am, finally, a year and a half after I met you, I guess. No, we've known each other, actually. I was thinking about that. We're going on the better part. We're, no, close to two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, think about it. That's, a, that's probably, yeah, yeah, because it was May, wasn't it? It was May. Yeah, yeah. May, like May Day, I met Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any backstory on the meeting? Actually, yeah. I mean, I had a building and... Um, Came together over a dream. Yeah, it was a dream. Or a well, it was a nightmare for me, but my nightmare turned into a dream upon meeting Bill, to tell you the truth. The savior. Anyway, we met at a building that I had, and Mr. Pullman here said, I want to buy your building. And I said, You can't. I'm in litigation. He goes, Well, when you're out of litigation, I'm buying your building. <laughs> and I went, We'll see. And anyway, a bunch of stuff happened, and push came to shove. And guess who owns my building? Well, it's, or no, 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 no. I, I'm not the owner of the building. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See that possessive comes in yeah, there. Yeah, quick. yeah. It's hard it's to let hard, go of that. Oh, he, oh. he put oh. so many hours into that place. His yeah, heart's still all over. You it. know, and that as soon as I met him, and uh, we went down to the crow's nest and had a beer. Do you remember? I do and remember that. that. Was, I thought, oh, this guy is going to be. My downfall. <laughs> really I think most people it's think that. too easy to hang out here with him. It's, it was good fun. Actually, we've had nothing but good fun since. Oh, and then we got into talking about Gurdjieff and stuff of that yeah, nature. Oh, and Spensky yeah. and the search for mir- the miraculous. The miraculous, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bill's, Bill's a head, big head on Bill. But we all thought that this, you know, there's parts of L.A. that have this allure. And when they grab you, you know, you realize that there's something, you're kind of dug in and suddenly you're, uh, uh, you know, really got a dream going. And Ray had that with this building, which had been a derelict building for 40, 50 years. Yeah. Warehouse kind of thing with a lot of hoarding going on. And his ambition was to see, it's a kind of cornerstone of this corner of uh, this mountain town on the edge of LA. But, uh, it was, it's uh, old history. 19- it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, amazing uh, old building. And he was sweating with it. And uh, I said, okay, let's go in and sweat together. Maybe need two people sweating this out. And we're seeing daylight now. We're, finally, we're getting there. Yeah, getting there. And it's been an arduous road, needless yeah. to say. But, but worthwhile. Construction can do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really wish you guys had made a reality show about that. Hey, like I pitched that. First walking into there and just... No, no, no. Hold mm-hmm. on, Colin. Yeah. I pitched it. Oh, Strawberry Sunday came down there. It was a production company oh, here really? in Burbank. Two guys came there, and yeah. I know both of them from prior stuff that yeah. I was trying to get into. 
walk them to their car. They go, Ray, this is way too fucking depressing. <laughs> <laughs> really? Come on, yeah. Hard- Harders is a TV no, show. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is beyond that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's all these nightmarish aspects because all the furniture and stuff in there is ancient. It's not like, you know, modern Walmart crap that's you know rotting. no it's it's, it's amazing you know and the, these beautiful inlays and you touch them and they just crumble and you just want to mm. cry looking at it oh yeah you have no idea how much i've been through all of that i mean mm. it was so bad i put how many chairs did i have i remember those mm. chairs that's what i was just gonna mention like you had chair 500 chairs more like 1500 mm. that is just mm. i had 1500 chairs on there if a fire department came by ray what are you doing? Right. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm trying to clear the building, Collecting sir. What do you think I'm doing? Items. I can't. I can't put any anywhere else because there's no room anywhere. And then anyway, we had a chair chucking theme for a couple. Well, and of you weeks. didn't have full sets of you know you had. No, it was. Oh, listen, we've been through hell, hell yeah. and back, but we're out of it now. We're in heaven. So you, you and Bill have done some work together too on on different projects of his. What kind of stuff have you guys done? Well, Bill got hit up. When did you get hit up by the city? Those fucking people. Oh, for uh, <laughs> the retaining wall. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Well, that was uh, yeah. I've had a couple of sticky wickets. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> sticky wickets. I and love that. that one was a sore thing that was you know neighbor cranky calling out for you know. You, at some point, they changed. You can't really put wood on dirt in L.A. County anymore. No, you can't, not even you can't treated. put a treated. Yeah. But that changed kind of without my knowing. Yeah. But a neighbor who wanted to, mm, and then it became an issue, and then Ray oh, had to man. get over there, and uh, we... We had to go we, downtown to the city. This guy that Bill and I ran, I was with his wife, Bill, and we went down to the city. To a hearing thing. Yeah. And this guy was such an effing prick. I couldn't believe it. I had to bite my tongue. Bill handled it great. I was going like, listen, dude, all we want to do it's is get out of this. Hearing, right? yeah. yeah. No, it was a, he had to go to this thing. Oh, it wasn't okay. a hearing. This was an Nothing office. Like that. An yeah. office up in, you know, where was it? Downtown. Yeah, downtown. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's a luck of the draw. You right. can get fantastic people. Right. This guy was the almost caricature of the bureaucratic hard ass hard no you know and yeah. uh he was all about why did you come here this is stupid uh go away uh he was know, horrible and uh not giving and but eventually you know you kind of keep smiling and you keep and then he went away and went back and must have been somebody talked to him and then he came back out he was a little nicer and then when, after we, a uh, second time I got in touch with him, he was very, he was actually realized that maybe he had been a little, a little off, harsh, a little off base. Yeah. But then you, I mean, my instinct was to kind of freak him out. My instinct was like, Hey, listen, motherfucker, how do you get paid? So you guys know Ray. You know exactly what I mean, my body went through when Ray decides to go ballistic in a yeah. city building office. Yeah, right. It's, but it happens go, all. I, listen, you do that all the time at the building department, don't you? Got, I mean, when you have to go pull a permit, sometimes you have to yell at him. Like, listen, bit. it doesn't need a damn fan because it's got a window. It's a bathroom. We got a window or a fan. You don't need both. Right. And sometimes you got to tell them their own business. Sometimes, right. Yeah. Sometimes you do. In fact, a lot of the time. Sometimes. Yeah. 
you know, especially if you're dealing with a URM. But you have to know your business. Well, all right. And, and you I, know your business. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Bill's just and, charming. And I've seen him very, very charming, too. Okay, <laughs> so let's also say that's a sticky wicket, yeah. too. You know, the, when he, what's your name again, Louise? Louise, I just, I'm, I just help, want, need some help, you know, where, uh, hey, where, what part of LA are you from? Because I'm hearing <laughs> something from, you know, and he's off and running. <laughs> Pretty soon, Louise got her stamp, bang, you're out the door. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. One of Ray's favorite lines is, sorry, about my friends, but I'm so tempted to use that when I'm around. Right. I used to always say about Ray, I'd be like, uh, we'd go somewhere, and Ray would be, we'd go to a party or something, but Ray'd be in like the master bedroom with the parents talking, you know, like yeah. we'd be partying, yeah. and Ray'd come out, and he'd know, I'd be like, all right, Ray, what does he do? How much money does he make? What, you know, like he's got, you know, What's like he'd know everything about these people. Yeah, I, I, I kid you not, my current wife, my wife. Ray used to go to the house that I live in now, and he knew the parents of my wife. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> While not being, you know, the biggest fan of the kids, huge fan of the father. <laughs> yeah, I was, big, yeah. yeah, I was a big fan of the father. Yeah. The kids, I mean, come on, look at dead weight. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, it's a miracle. I think it, because then he'll also, you know, I, there's a journalistic side, which I guess that's why I do tell Ray, yeah. because he's talking in these conversations and he's asking a lot of questions, but he's also giving feedback like, wait a minute, you're kind of amazing. <laughs> this little subtext of like dopamine level raising right. that he does in people's brains. You, you, have, to, you have to toot horns, man. Come yeah, on, how yeah, else he'd be such a great salesman if he actually cared about I, money, I don't. You know? yeah. oh, well, yeah. I kind of did because actually when Bill was over at the building, we were talking about it and he made me an offer and I go, listen, I can't accept the offer, but you know what? You're lowballing me. You know yeah. what? And then, he go, then I go to him, hey, listen, I Googled you. I know how much you're worth. Quit nickel and dime me. And he looks at me. He goes, that's not me. <laughs> he goes, that's not me. And then he, then he said, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. We're over it. Yeah. It was fantastic. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it was a kinship of many different multitude layers to it. But we've been through hell and we've been to heaven. Yeah. And welcome home, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Can you tell us about Poland a little bit? Just been in Poland for a couple of months doing a film over there, and it's been very, it was really an amazing country. A lot of, I've known Poles in my upbringing in Western New York State, and, and uh, they actually go to the mothership of Polishness, and uh, the film industry is pretty amazing. Uh, they have quite a busy uh, film industry. But I um, learned a lot about history, and I, I tried to be a little Ray Oldhofer with a few people, and uh, you know, you were I, gone for how long? Two months. Two months. Yeah, yeah. it's it's amazing. But I so, forgot to drive. That's why I had yeah. a hard time getting here. You know, and you don't <laughs> drive for a couple of months in L.A. and suddenly you're missing that point where the 101 dodges away from the 170, and then you're yep. farther you're gone. west. Yeah, and, and, that's a yeah. tough one. Uh, yeah, and people are beeping. I feel I felt geriatric. Like what? <laughs> Who are they beeping? And mm. what's me? And by the way, it drives like a bat out of hell. This yeah. Oh yeah, it drives a stick, little tiny thing. What is what is it? You drive a? It's a it's a. I call it the poor man's Prius. It's a it's an Aveo, <laughs> two thousand and nine. Nice. Bought it used. 
guns the shit out of it. Guns, <laughs> drives it's, it's it a to stick hell. Shift, and it's a hybrid. And it, it's a beautiful machine. It's a six hundred thousand miles on it or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not a hybrid. It's the poor man's hybrid. Yeah. In that, you know, I think carbon footprint. If you keep a car like that going, oh, you're yeah, actually sure. better than trying to. You know, the cost of Definitely. trying to get. That's it. well, it's funny argument. that you say I that. Like no, that. it's not a decent argument. It's a true argument because I just heard on NPR. That's the deal. Buy an older car that has miles on it already. Keep it alive, and your carbon footprint. Because versus making the Prius or making whatever, buying it new, and you do the math deduction, what he's doing is the right thing. Right, but I have, but I happen to have a 2008 truck, and I love nobody's old cars. asking. Nobody's but asking. what I'm saying is this: <laughs> I also, I also own a real Prius that's got over 200,000 miles. So if I drive a Prius. A half a million miles, then same yeah. could then be you're set. double dipping. Yeah, right. yeah. Awesome. This is a good, rare little puddle of people looking to drive old cars <laughs> in Southern California. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to have That's some true. kinship. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. By the way, driving with Bill, you get scared. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, he guns this thing around. Yeah. It's like we go to Home Depot together. Look out. I mean, no joke. Look out. I mean, he's driving this tiny little box, <clears throat> and he's just gunning it everywhere, pitching stuff. It you know, sounds fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a silly thing, but I like it. Yeah, the, the silver slug, but it's a yeah silver silver slug. So <laughs> <laughs> you call it? I love that. I have affectionate terms for it. Depends on the day, you right? Know, but uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, but going to Home Depot with Ray is always good because I think he likes the fact that I'm pushing the cart. I'm going to be paying. Right. And it becomes a matter of, okay, you need this shit over here. No, you need this shit right here. <laughs> you do, though. And, and you know all the aisles and you know, you know all, the, all the reasons why the, a place like that, Lowe's or Home Depot, can be uh, you know, a Kafka-esque experience. You know, and you're looking for something... What was it? We were looking for a certain kind of toilet bowl piece of something. Oh, we were looking for, a, I needed an O-ring for a, um, it was like a Toto toilet that had a different apparatus. Right, right. The, right, uh, so it has a, the plunge in it, you know? Right. So it was different. I go, hold on, we either need this or this for this toilet. And he goes, how do you know that? Yeah, yes. <laughs> it would have taken me, you know, half an hour to read that the fact that there were five options for an O-ring, and I thought there was only one. Not. No. And then, you know what you do? You just buy both of them, because you look at, you do deductive reasoning, one's going to go out of the other, and so you figure they, one costs one seventy five, one costs $2. No right. way am I going back I'm not for coming $2. back for right. three bucks, right. Right. right? right, so just get it now. Agreed. You know, and then I'll look at something, I do this thing with Bill, too, I go, Wow, this thing's kind of cool, you know. And I'll be walking with it, and I'll go check it out. It's like to get in your car. It's a pump; it'll spread open. You know, you don't have to. You're not going to wreck your car trying to get into it. You can just put the flap down, pump this thing up, and then work your, you know, magic through the thing. This right? is how if you've locked yourself out of out a of car, the car. Oh, and then gotcha. you wedge, yeah. wedge the door, right? And gotcha. then you put this malleable, heavy-duty ball in there that's got a pump and then it on it, and it pushes it open. So you, you boast about it, and you look at it, and you look at Bill, and he goes, why don't you get that? Go ahead. Throw it in the cart. <laughs> Throw it in the well, I didn't know what you were talking about. Bill had yeah, to bring it home me for me. Uh, right, yeah. Listen, it's, I speak yeah. Ray. Yeah. 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 Sorry. He was speaking Ray. <laughs> you've had 47 years. You've kind yeah. of 
gone way beyond. You know, <laughs> it's, I didn't get it. We don't yeah. even have to talk. We just, it's right. telepathy. That's so, all it is. So back to Poland. Were you in Warsaw? Warsaw. I'm, I'm it, looking yeah. at some of the pictures. My goodness. That's yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's uh, quite a city that was you know, about 85% destroyed at the end of, well, by the end of World War II. And right. they rebuilt it. And uh, they've uh, made it. It's a very uh, vibrant city. It's the largest city, capital city of Poland. And... Uh, and they're really, you know, it, what's happened there in 15 years is still kind of stunning to them, you know. That, uh, but it's a country that's like there's a bunch of them now where they fear democracy. Yeah, there's yeah. Now things have changed a lot. There. What about the architecture there? Is it like new versus old? They have it? they have a lot of skyscrapers and things that they're building now, and they have a lot of communist era buildings. And to me, I had never. I haven't really spent that much. I was in Czech Republic for a project for about 10 years ago, but not much behind that old Iron Curtain. They have a communist museum. And really? This was, you know, because I grew up. That's like us having a Confederate museum. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was that like? And you realize those people had nothing. Yeah. And right. they were given what they had to scrape through in order to get food and the lines and you know, the heroism of somebody like Lech Valencia, you know, who oh, yeah. was the solidarity leader and first uprising in 71, but 81 was the one that really, that's, and then the Soviets. Wasn't he prominent in 81 they, also? Oh, yeah. That was the one where then they had to uh, go to martial law and the, and the Soviets, you know, moved into the place. And, um, but. By the way, you what's, know, what's, so in, cool the, what's in the communist museum? Like a potato? They it's a very <laughs> what's in there? they have uh, redline tickets. Yeah, they have redline tickets, <laughs> and they have old. Uh, you know, they have a living room set up that was the you know real kind of ideal, like a wall unit that was made somewhere by one of those Warsaw Pact countries, and then everybody had that. That was everybody issue, had the right? same Just utilitarian. Thing. Yeah, right. yeah, it was. Kind of a little bit like early IKEA, but it was in just in its simplicity, you know, and everything. But it was much simpler than that. But it was you realize that this is made for small spaces because they build these buildings, apartment buildings, and then you had to be, you know, feather up to the bosses of the party in order to get a an apartment, and you'd get a one bedroom even though you had like five people in the family. Right, it's, you know, they paid a price and they waited and waited. And then when 89, when the wall came down, you know, they formed a government and, they, you know, they've had their challenges. But, I mean, the progress that they've made since, you know, just. Well, what do the people years. look like as a, as a whole? Like there's more diversity than you'd think, you know, yeah? in Poland. Yeah, because they're surrounded by. uh yeah, you know, they have Germany and Austria on the west, and they have uh, you know Soviet uh, Ukraine and Soviet Union on the east, and Slovakia on the south. And so they get those influences. But uh, you know, they were great football players. You know, all the ones, all those I've been hearing people who follow football in America that that there were so many Polish football players that came out of Western Pennsylvania and Western sure. New York State and. You know, they really are tough, tough. Yeah, still. Well, it's such a cautionary tale, you know. I mean, we saw Lech Walesa come in and, you know, it was so inspiring to watch him completely turn things around. And we're like, you know, he's transformed the country. And you think that that's the new normal. 
and the old normal creeps back in, you know, and we're yeah. seeing that all over the world right now, and it's kind of a freak out. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, uh, there's, a, there's a very nationalist uh, party that's in charge there, and they, you know, the, the ability for the human race to go to denial as, and I'm not talking the river in Egypt, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, that is really uh, something else because uh, they're saying now uh, there's a fine if you say the uh, it's a um, uh, Polish concentration camp. Oh, Jesus. Because you've got to say a Nazi concentration oh, camp. Man. Cause they, really? They're yeah. kind of living, you know, and that's, I mean, it's just a small, small way in which right, they they're wrestling with that about language, their sense of guilt, and they're start they're wow. they're tired of being ashamed, and uh, there's certain groups that are like saying, "Oh no, we weren't in, complicit," and yeah, it's just really trying to rewrite history, and it's it's rough, it's rough because it's. But it's, it's a, a great, oh right. my God, there's some great people and there's some really progressive people with leading industries there and farm. Yeah, farm I work with some Polish people on some projects and I found, you know, they had a particular affinity to Americans. They weren't trying to prove themselves as much as, you know, people from England or France. They were more open to, you know, accepting a dialogue and, and you know, had a certain admiration for America and it made it really easy to get along with them and, yeah. you know, have open Well, anyone who likes conversations. you, they, you know, it's, it's open, <laughs> right? It's easy then. Yeah. I mean, it depends <laughs> what foot you start out on. Well, I suppose. Speaking of families, by the way, all of you come from pretty big, hearty families. You have, Bill, what's your deal? You have seven? I read seven. Yes, you there's seven, seven of uh, yeah. three brothers, three sisters. So, yeah. Do you, you have four? Three well, brothers. Three brothers. Yeah. Three so brothers. four of you. And then Colin's got a whole slew of kids himself. Yeah. Just one five. sibling, but uh, I had five kids, or yeah, total, and a stepdaughter. So. Oh, man. Yeah. I have seven myself, so. <clears throat> seven kids. Seven kids? children, yeah. Chris. Four girls, goodness. three boys. He's That's... not even Mexican, I know. It's and I solo, <laughs> I solo parented for a while, too, so that was fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Those I saw that new that Viggo yeah. Mortensen movie, uh, Mr. Captain Fantastic. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, my head nearly exploded because that was kind of sort of my life for a while. It was a good journey, I yeah. bet you. Yeah. So you grew up in you grew up in New York. I was upper. Western New York State. Yeah, yeah. Which is really uh, now. Do they have the accent or now? I didn't think so. You know, I thought that I had a normal Mid Atlantic accent, and I remember. Uh, a few times where it was pointed out, uh, maybe not. I was do I uh, did um, accidental tourist with Larry Kasdan, and yeah. uh, he calls they called in to do ADR the dialogue replacement, and and he said, "So Bill, um, here's an interesting thing <laughs> that you say. <laughs> what, what was it? It Come was on. something, and I'm going to make up a little bit because I can't remember exact line, and I think it it was in the movie, but." I say um, uh, I'm I'm walking into Bill Hurt's apartment and I'm his publisher and I'm kind of amazed that he's living there without a lot of stuff and there's I open up the refrigerator and I said but how come in your refrigerator there's only uh, a, a can of Coke and, and a jar of penis. <laughs> 
I said that. And I that's so Western New York State. You just drop the T and right. peanuts become penis. Right. And it's unfortunate. Right. And, they both but, have nuts. So. Yeah. But it's really uh, I suddenly thought, wow. Right, but nobody would think anything of it. <clears throat> of what? Of saying that where you where in your normal from, life, yeah. where you're from. Oh, yeah. They would know peanuts. They, they would wouldn't, know, yeah. They wouldn't say, ah, he said penis. Yeah. Right? Like no. us what, California yeah. people right, do. Right. Yeah. Right. And so what's your thing with Montana? Because I know you have property there. You have a ranch there. What, yeah. you just went to Montana because well, you there dig Montana? College. Yeah, I went there in college. And uh, then I, I, when I finished college, I lived there for a while. And that I've lived there longer than I have in, you know, and. um and, LA or for your MFA, you went there. No, I went. I got an MFA, and I start. I had gone out there to be part of a touring theater company that was going all through around Montana, mm -hmm. and I fell in love with it. You know, in the twenties, and I had always gone to you know see we'd grown up on westerns, and right? Yeah, uh, old, John yeah, Wayne. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, my brother that's two years older than I am. We've always done things growing up together. You know, he's the one we'd go rabbit hunting and we'd make things. Is he the doctor? And he's a doctor, yeah. But at that point, he hadn't been to Montana. But I was there and I said, this is it. This is cool. Very good place. And then I got a job teaching at Montana State University when I graduated. After I, I, was, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was ready to maybe go to New York and how old were you now? Be a professional. So I must have been 25 or something like that. And, and what subject did you teach? Sir? Theater. Oh, So okay. it was theater. Yeah, I had an MFA in theater, and I had a belief that, you know, that's where I was going to go. I was going to be, like, in a regional theater somewhere making plays about people and um, yeah, that are in that, that area. And I, you know, did a lot of that in Montana. And I thought, this is a good life, but at it, it just two years in, I realized I can't stay here. I have to go prove myself in a bigger pond. Why? Because of sustenance? Or, well, I mean, it's just... you make money? Oh, yeah. By the way, you're in Montana, yeah. like one of the least populated places in the country. That was the plus. How many were you pulling? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, those people take a cut and pay to teach there at Montana yeah. State University because they that and Missoula and... They they're beautiful places to live and people who are outdoors they you know it's it's a it's a great thing but I I just I had this itch you know that I I wasn't really a teacher I felt like I was too interested in trying to uh, I I enjoyed it and I got a lot out of it but I had to go to New York City but by that time I had been sending my brother pictures. And so he was finishing his residency, and he was recruited. He's a specially infectious diseases, and plus he's a jeep, uh, you know, general practitioner. But um, he could have gone anywhere. He was recruited in Seattle and and uh, Portland, and and then he said, "I like uh, look at Montana," and they was recruited in every city. And he picked the most eccentric place, but most soulful place in Montana, Butte, Montana. Mm -hmm. And he had said, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. And uh, he, as that's, I left in June and he came in September. Do you guys look alike? Uh, not exactly alike. No, no. 
No, do any of the siblings look alike? Yeah, there's kind of like two different versions of siblings. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Weird. yeah, that's weird. There's, I know. I get that. We have that yeah. too. But when you all stand together, you can see it all. Yeah, you like can see it all, but oh. there's some are Cherokees and some are yeah. Iroquois or yeah. something. <laughs> you know? and, uh, but, uh, and then the kids are like that, offspring. They'll yeah. have some Cherokee and some Iroquois. And, right, and, right. And then my one son looks more like my brother's son than I, I could ever believe that. Which one my, is that? Well, Lewis looks like uh, my brother Jay's son, Chum, uh, Jim. And uh, Lewis looks like a throwback 1920s kid. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? With the hair and everything. And he's, he's very youthful looking. Cherubic. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. he's got, he's looks like a kid like of yesteryear, he's but he's like, not. He's really, yeah. He is. Uh, and he has a lot of similarities to me. So, you know, and, and we did two movies together that came really? out last year. He's an actor and doing quite well, you know, he's amazed, uh, amazed he's himself. It. Yeah, it just has had a good streak there and keeping it on. But he uh, just played in this movie that shot up in Vancouver where he had to lose a lot of weight because he was a heroin addict. Ah. And uh, so that he even looks more, you know, like a 20s kid because, you know, he was bulked up before because he had another part where he had to be a little muscular. And he dropped that weight, oh, and now he looks like a World War II guy, you know, like in those uh, William Holden, you know, when you'd see yeah, him with his shirt off right. and the bridge over the river Kwai. Yeah. They didn't Great spend any pasty. time making, you yeah. know, pecs no, or anything. Right. It's just got you it know, now, They right. just had tensile strength, you know, and you right. could just like, see hey, that. It's like, hey, man, you got to feed manly. your tapeworm. Wiry. Yeah. yeah he's totally wiry. wiry. Yeah, they yeah. were cut in a different way. Yeah. That's, it wasn't this new, you know, this modern buildup of the muscle. It was Pre -Jack just the, you could say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a, he looks exactly like my pictures of my father was in the Navy on a destroyer, and you'd see him in his T-shirt in the nineteen forty-three or something. And, and Lewis just looks so much like my father, I think, in those pictures. But yeah, it's a different, uh, different ways. The kids, about seven kids. Seven kids. Yeah. So Amazing. do you have two different? I do. I have a couple of different looks. I have, mm -hmm. well, and I call them, I have fair-skinned children, and then mm -hmm. I have some. A little some, bit darker. And then I've got darker And they're a mix of my wife and I, all of them. But they do resemble, when we're all together, you can tell everybody's family, but apart, you wouldn't know that they were family. Cool. It's, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. And facially, too, especially. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It is crazy, but there's still, you know, I have from 10 through 25, so, or 26, but... Get uh, it right. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I'm close. I'm going to get it wrong. They're going to hear it. Like, get it right. It's, it's hard for me. I know how old they are in the book. Don't ask me what year they were born. I know how old they are, but I don't... Like the you know Math, anything oh, really? after two thousands rough on yeah yeah my yeah. mom just built like that you know I can't I can't figure it out I just can't do it now so. how are you because one of the things that was always the leveler uh, was how hard it was for my father in moments of panic to remember our names <laughs> oh, <forget Yeah>. it. <laughs> you know my mom, go, my yeah. dad just was close the, the door Jack. I'm pretty good. Fuck that way. You. You're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've changed some. I mean, it's amazing to think that now in our child centric, you know, culture, yeah. you can't believe it. You couldn't remember your own child's name, but right. we, we were rugrats, I think, you know, and he just was, 
such a different time. Was your dad stationed near near where you grew up? No, he it was World War Two, and he was in uh, the South Pacific, and ah. yeah, I, um, uh, you know, it, it was. But and he did his medical practice after World War Two in Rochester, New York, and that's where he that's what brought him. How to long that. did he practice? Oh, he he lived until he was uh, seventy nine, and so he practiced a good chunk of that, and up until he was seventy. So he did retire, I mean, for a while? Yeah, or, yeah. Because yeah. you're never going to retire. I mean, I know you, and it's oh like, forget God, it. Oh, my God, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know what you might do? You might die backing down that driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, what happened to Bill? God. Oh, that's another story I got. So I was going through this process with um, Bill about buying my building and all this kind of stuff. A couple uh -oh. of my friends called. They're attacking. A couple of my friends called, and um, they said, hey, man, I'm really sorry about your friend. And I go, what the fuck are you talking about? So I call Bill up. I go, hey, you all right? He goes, yeah. What's up? I go, nothing. People have been asking me, like, they thought you passed. Then I found out that Bill Paxton had passed, oh, right? Yeah. So I call up Bill, and I go, I'm so glad Bill Paxton died instead of you. <laughs> Oh, man. That's a crude thing to Bill, say. Brutal. 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 Raise on And then level, Bill, there was, hold on, there was a pause of yeah. silence, and I hear Bill on the other line, he goes, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, a fine a actor, one. too. Fine actor. Yeah. They're actually, they, Bill was telling me that they people mistake them. And yeah, they were close. Yeah, they, so it's a very rare. I, I wonder if any, there probably are pairs of people somewhere else of actors that doppelganger uh, kind yeah. of. And um, but we had that, and you know, we knew each other. We were in an early Corman movie called Brain Dead. Wow, there. nice. And I it's had one of the fifty-seven, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, one of the uh, early ones. But I had a Polaroid from when back in the days when you did continuity shots with a Polaroid. Uh, I had a surgical or a, 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 pay, a hospital gown on, and my head was bandaged in this story. So I, I had a bandaged head, and he played this kind of uh, corporate executive, and and I'm I'm hanging on him and. Uh, I put this Polaroid up in my workshop in Montana, and it's stayed there, it's still there. And uh, it's the way the color leeches out of a Polaroid. It yeah. can be so haunting, you know, yeah. year by year, you see this image of us together. So I always had a deep, you know, affection for him. And um, he was a real live wire Texas guy, you know, a lot of good spirit and... Uh, all that so uh i never minded it when people would you know say this whole thing and uh but it's uh and it was he went too too early you know he wasn't wait way too soon yeah and i just way don't see soon. it like he could be i i would never make that i would never think that the association yeah. that it's association at BP, all bp bill paxton bill and that this last month, when I was in Poland, all of a sudden people started to send me this cartoon that was in the New Yorker magazine, which and it's titled All the Essentials That You Needed in the 90s. And there in the middle of it is one book that's on its side, and it's the way to tell the difference between the Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton movies. <laughs> so really? it has not died. You are it's still me. hovering in that the stratosphere. Is wild. Yeah. 
Yeah. Listen, he, did, he just recently yeah. built a movie in, in Montana That's called the, the Ballad of Lefty Brown. Mm-hmm. So they were gone, and this is when you know I knew his family, knew him, and they were all in Montana shooting this film, which starred Bill. And um, so Jack, I know his other son, and Jack goes, hey, Dad, I think you're kind of channeling your inner Ray on some of this character, Lefty Brown. And I went, wow, that's a really nice thing for them to say, right? So anyway, I go see the fucking movie. Right. And Lefty Brown happens to be kind of a slow dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what the fuck? I go, I thought it was a compliment. And I go, hey, Jack, what's up with the channeling Ray thing? Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean exactly? No. Ray, you got to understand, like, some of the parts. Uh, <laughs> all right. He I'm didn't think you were going to go see the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I, of course I did. But yeah. there is a movie coming out, Ray. No, this I when I heard that I was channeling you and Lefty Brown, I didn't quite get it. But I have to confess, I knew you pretty early when I did this movie, and I ripped you off. That's all right. <laughs> the, yeah, mo- I don't mind. the movie is called Trouble, <laughs> and it I think it'll come out maybe later this year in this late summer or something. It's supposed to come out. This is a movie I did with Angelica Houston. A very small movie. And uh, David Morse, but uh, it's set in a really curious character who's a t- kind of kind of a misfit. So hmm. I'm, this is one that I'm t- I, maybe you'll see it and say, "Well, that was early in our relationship." That's <laughs> yeah, the shallowest yeah, portrayal of anything that I've ever seen. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Really do. We do anything, you know. We steal from people, actors. You know, got to see something. Oh, listen. You know what else will do to you? Right. So Bill is like a, a motivational speaker on the side. He'll be working for him, right? He'll be working for him, and then he'll go like, hey, there's these nine more things to do. Do you think we can do them? And then he gets this thing going like a chant. Like, oh, no, no, no. He's doing some Indian dance. I go like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, well, I got to keep you here because I know you want to leave. But And then he he cons you. He charms you into doing more work. That's awesome. And then you look at him, and you go like, you just – you got over on me it's, again. Yeah. And then you go, can I have an apple from your fucking orchard? He goes, take three. <laughs> like, All right. I feel good now. It's but amazing. It, this music, I think, was always some version. You make up some version of the Marine Corps, the, you know, the uh, anthem. Some kind of like, vacuum right now. I need to vacuum. I need to set some casing right now. That sounds like an L. Ron Hubbard trick. Like, you get the right frequency and people get locked into your vibe and they can't move, you know? Yeah, yeah. His whole intention was just to have his place done. Believe yeah. me. Well, I knew what his was. You know, it's, there is an issue with Ray, you know, about attention. Oh yeah. And, huh? uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So, Try being yeah. his producer. Yeah. Yeah. Or his friend. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Oh come on, Ray. You gotta know yourself. I do. I do. Yeah. I, got, I got some defects. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Bill, what were you saying? Defect. Hey man, that's a, that. That can be a very a advantageous mentality if you can, you know. Yeah. I mean, you are called- you are also the dog with the bone at times. So that's like. Uh, you yin and yang. That's how it we works. all do. Yeah. Hey, you're about to get a um, honorary doctorate degree, and I don't know if you know this, but you already have one. 
Well, Ray, I, I can't stop these people. <laughs> I, I try to protest, <laughs> yeah. and they just, what's your measurements? Right. I mean, that, that, uh, I'm very honored that Montana State University, where I taught, is, is uh, going to uh, endow me with one of these uh, honorary degrees. And um, I, I hope I don't take questions from the audience to, <laughs> to merit my doctorate, but I did see the most amazing, they sent me a sheet to fill in my measurements. And this would be like the measurements you would expect from a very anal retentive Italian tailor or something. They were, they were asking for measurements. You wear basically a, a bag. It's a, a fucking gown. Robe. It's right. a gown. Yeah. 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 I do not know. I mean, that's I, bizarre. And I remember uh, there might be this something surreptitious going on. Do you wear your there. cock to the right or the left? Yeah. Sir? <laughs> I don't know. That could be a ruse. Really, uh, something else. Yeah, I don't know. But it's not like a forty-two long or whatever. <laughs> no, that's no, not like that at all. No. When so, do you receive this honor? It's on the fifth of May. And, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the 5th of May in, uh, in Bozeman, Montana. And I'm going to be starting production on The Sinner, the second season in New York. Yeah, looking but forward I'm, to that. I'm flying there and looking like a good bunch of scripts coming in. Uh, so um, Here's what I always say, like, when he gets a job, because he's gone for fucking months. I go, when are you coming back? We got shit to do. I'll be back in, you know, months and months. It's right. like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who, who does that? You know, nobody you know Ooh. does that in normal life. We just don't but he's know people a, like no, that. No, we don't right. know people like that. <laughs> so you sit there, and he'll go, hey, you get this, this, and this. I go, you're gone for months. <laughs> you do it on the last <laughs> four days. And then his wife's right. gone, too. Yeah, I'll go, when are you coming home? Hold on. I got to go. Right, exactly. Right, right. I'll be there then. Gives you a certain amount of freedom, though. To Not really. Well, not really. Well, you, you, because uh, our the three children are also involved with this too. We got three kids so got, in their twenties. Yeah, eyes on you. They're all, you know, they've learned Ray. And uh, what's your age range, Bill? Uh, Thirty to twenty-five. So get it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thirty. Just turned thirty. Yeah, just turned thirty. Oldest daughter, uh, and then son in the middle. That's twenty-nine, and uh, or twenty-eight. Going to be twenty-nine later. And Lewis is 25. Right. Yeah. And so both they're boys all, are in the business? Boys. Well, they're all artists. They're all arts. They're all arts and music. And they all are musicians, even our daughters. That's her primary interest in them. But they, and they perform together as the whole damn fam. Really? And that's, that's a, awesome. From time to time. Really I good. mean, she has her own gigs and they each have their own things, but they, I love, we love it. When How they much do you together. love that? It's so good. And it's music. You can't believe they, they find, you know, they are cover. They're doing wild things with Americana songs. They're funkifying them, and they're doing. Right. You know, they're just they built it. Fun. I've seen them a couple of times. They are fantastic. That's a blast. No, yeah. as a parent, that's great stuff. I remember my wife. We had a piano teacher for Sarah or something. One time. one of my daughters, and they had her learn for my birthday, like a you know Jackson Brown song that I love or something, and she played it, and I was. It was unbelievable. Isn't There's that nothing. good? That's, That's the good only stuff. request you, I have at birthdays. Did you cry? I cr I'm about to cry right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm an easy crier. It's yeah. not doesn't take much. Right. Like the Bill have get-togethers with family and friends and everything up at their house, and then the kids will just break out right there. Mm, they'll grab an acoustic that. guitar. They'll all start harmonizing and singing together, and you go like, "Why the fuck isn't he my dad?" You know what I mean? The amazing well, part. Well, it'd be about weird if you were, because you'd have me at, when you were ten. 
The amazing part about kids is they have different talents, and you don't know what that is. Like my youngest one, I have a 10-year-old that when she gets a paintbrush and a canvas, she makes things. And I'm like, how'd you do that? Because I don't have it. You know, and I I love to watch people play music and stuff because I can't do it, and I'm so fixed on what they're doing because I don't know how that works. Yeah. And so when you see some talent, you it's 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 inspiring, especially when it's your child. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and how how did you exactly lose your sense of smell? Because I know you don't have any. What happened? <laughs> we talked about this before you? the show. No, I uh I was in uh undergraduate college. I was rehearsing for a play and I was up high and I fell back maybe 15 feet hit my head and so and i was in a coma for two and a half days wow, and man. i came Jesus. out and, and uh then just had the loss wait were you on an iv and all that i mean yeah did they think yeah. you're gonna live or die or they, i i came to about three times you know uh once was just as i had after shortly after it happened i remember somebody saying get him get back away from him and then once in the um, ambulance going to the hospital, and then once I heard my father's voice on the other side of the screen. My father was a doctor, and he'd gotten to Cooperstown, New York, where this hospital I was in. And I came to just to hear him say, oh, so what, what are you thinking? And I hear another man say, I think it's a 50-50 chance. Uh, <laughs> and I, I went man. out. That'll know, wake I you up. Out. Yeah. So I... Uh, no, he went out, though. He didn't yeah. wake up. And you had, I had... Well, they thought maybe I had aneurysms, multiple aneurysms. They didn't oh, know man. what, whether right. I had fainted or and then fell or whether the in, the bleeding happened, but I had massive bleeding in my head. So. And, and swelling, and that swelling. makes you... Yeah. yeah. You can't sit up, you know, for right, days. Right. So was, wait, wait, the I, smell know, is olfactory? Yes. That, yeah. So why the loss of smell, though? There's a, um, uh, there's a, a perforated disc that's right above your, between your eyebrows, inside your skull, and all the nerve endings feed through those perforations and go up into the brain. And when there's a sharp thing that just... Oh, it can uh, sever it, it? It goes lateral and severs it. So, oh, man. Yeah, wow. So, so you sometimes they grow back. Hard. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes they they find their way back. Uh, you know, like thirty percent. But like, there's a chance if I like punched you in the forehead right now, your smell could come back. <laughs> well, that would be a beautiful hope, and I would submit to your punching if I could get it back. No, but, like a bam. You have to have a pretty good guarantee. Uh, <laughs> well, how much do you miss it? What's it? I mean, do, or do you so, think about so it? So was it? Were you mourning your sense of smell for six years? I mean, what? Yeah, I think I, you know, tried to, I, there were just certain things that I ached about, you know, like the smell of pine trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was crazy about it. And I grew up in Western New York State and we had planted a lot of pine trees. So I really felt like you get a disconnect, you know, that you are. Yeah. You long for. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because whenever I I smell that grass in summer, it always triggers like, hey, football. we got to go to football practice. Yeah, yeah. Because you cut smell that cut grass. Is, cut grass is a great in smell. summer though. Grass. Like at the That's end so of summer, good. you go, oh, yeah. football. I it still triggers for me. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, so good. But I, uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a mystery and uh, about. I mean, it's not a lot of attention, but I did go to this Manel taste Manel Manel uh, Taste and Smell Center in Philadelphia. And they had gotten in touch with me because they said it's 
there's two kind of people that are known that have uh, anosmia, the lack of smell. And there was some punk rocker in, in England, and they couldn't get a hold of him. So they said, can you come down? It's a rapper he in LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. And do, uh, do a PSA. And I thought at the end of doing them a freebie PSA that yeah. they'd say, and by the way, we can get you smelling. Yeah, right. yeah. You know? But and I said it was getting. They were giving me little like buttons, like you know, the little booster buttons and right. things. I'm thinking this shit is not what I want. Yeah, I don't want a pamphlet. Yeah. I, I don't want some buttons, some tin buttons. I said, hey, 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 what about me? And uh, you know, are you gonna want it? Uh, do you need a guinea pig to work on? And they said, oh well, uh, no. Oh, what, what what's happened to you really is very hard to repair. Right. <laughs> Oh, like, oh, you, hey, thanks. You could have told yeah. me that at the beginning. <laughs> oh, man. But a weird thing happened. And this is, you know, there's a lot of memories that get connected to smell, as you were talking about the grass. But they had, a, they, they were trying to, uh, on camera, they were testing me out with different, uh, see if I could smell different smells. And they would have a control which would have no smell, and then uh, and then this other thing, which would have a smell. Or they were also because they're talking about senses, and they also have the the toxic, you know, the ability yeah. for the body to detect toxins. And uh, so I was going through a bunch of tests with that, and all of a sudden I said, "Boy, I, I can, I really, um, for some." reason i'm thinking about my mother wow and uh and i started talking about my mother and what i remember about smell with her and uh and then i realized i was crying because i could smell her wow wow and they had this apparatus that was putting this thing way up in my nasal cavity and uh and this was, you know, and I was supposed to tell whether this I was getting anything or wasn't getting anything, and I didn't know I was getting anything, and all of a sudden I'm crying. Jesus. Wow. And I, what was, and I think I just hadn't smelled anything yeah. for so long, and to smell your mother. Wow. You got some trigger. It was a wild. And well, then I, they gave me a vial. They said, here, we'll give you this. After I was saying, well, the buttons are nice and the pamphlets right. are nice, but what about some... Mojo, what about that thing yeah. that you gave me that that I could smell my mother? Right. And they go, well, here's a little vial right here. And um, I, I, oh, okay. And I took it back and I realized it wasn't the same apparatus that put it really deep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it up in my nose and I didn't get it again. I couldn't get it. And then my wife said, that has rose in it, the rose perfume fragrance and oh, wow. that was her fragrance rose water wow. yeah she cursed my been with my wife so long she remembers my mother's right. bedroom and the perfume that she wore oh, wow. and everything and i think it was that rose smell that i got that i brought back to so smell. essentially like if your kids wanted to fuck with you bad they could just turn up the gas in the house, and you wouldn't even fucking know. <laughs> I mean, I love this is why like, we have that a left podcast right. with Let's go to something really Where's that? He's in the kitchen. Delicate moment. He's in the kitchen by the oven. Shh. 
And Ray <laughs> takes it there. I know. I was getting ready to cry myself, and then Ray came I had to get it off track, yeah, man, because I was going to lose it, too. Levity I started thinking about my mom. Come on. Oh, yeah. Ray's still uh, in mourning here. But, but the, the, the phenomena of a smell taking you somewhere is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it does. I go into a mechanic shop, and I always think of my dad, that smell. My dad was a mechanic, so every time I go into a car shop, it reminds me of my dad. You can't help it. It's just automatic. This yeah. has been great. Everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you. Especially thank you, Bill. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Well, it's been so much fun. I think we should bring him back next week, too. We, we can do we that. Come back? I think You're he'll good? come back. All right. Anytime. He's I know. He's nodding. He's back for another one. Thanks, Bill. All right. And we will see you all next time. Way to go. Uh,